going on, everybody? Here we are, SecDevOps.ai. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Yes. So today we wanted to talk about a topic that you came up with, uh, cybersecurity alchemy. Right. So that's kind of a loaded just phrase. Like, what does it even mean? Right. I think to answer that, we have to really talk about what is alchemy. And alchemy, by definition, is the seemingly magical process of transformation and creation. So I think that as cybersecurity professionals, we deal with a lot of data, a lot of alerts. And we must make that seemingly magical process to switch them into something useful right wasn't the ultimate goal of alchemy to like turn lead into gold right right something seemingly like invaluable to something that's very precious right so what does that definition mean to you what is that uh you know kind of spark so i mean when you brought it up today it it made me think of a lot of different things because i think you can have alchemy on different levels and different functions within like a security program like uh, it also makes me think of when you have teams uh, that are a center of gravity where there aren't necessarily like a reason for like a, a ridiculous team like Iowa wrestling, for instance, like Iowa wrestling for some odd reason is this like central hub for all these like fantastic wrestlers. And and I think they've done studies on how they become so good, but it's not necessarily like just one thing. Right. It's a right. collection of things. It's a lot of background. It's, uh, it's how they practice, it's uh, methodology, it's culture, it's a lot of things. And I think it's something similar to, to how you're thinking about it from a cybersecurity perspective. So let's uh, go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, let's show the document that we put together. And I think that it's going to have some nice informative information for everybody to kind of understand what are the pillars that we define alchemy yep. and cybersecurity. Right. So what I have here is... Uh, a nice little document in Markdown that's going to be on our GitHub, so you can check it out in the notes below. So the three pillars of cybersecurity alchemy are data, programming, and community. Yep. And these pillars are extremely important. You can't really be a true alchemist without all three of these at your, you know, your at your disposal. Right. And I think that uh, we, we have a great background when it comes to collecting data and creating data for us to do some type of analysis or supply to other teams. So what is your process typically or thought process, uh, things that come into mind when it comes to uh, creation of data, getting the da- right type of data to leverage? Right. So I'm a big like logs guy. So like getting logs, uh, develop, uh, aggregating logs, being able to pivot through logs is super important. Right. Uh, I, I think one of the, the big things, like especially if like you're like, let's say you're a window shop, right? Having some of those PowerShell logs, like uh, that's huge. Like, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, like all of the APTs, at least the ones I, that are worth their salt, are using PowerShell in those Windows environments to actually do the dirty work. Absolutely. And, and why do you think that is? Because no one's looking at them. Right. Yeah. All right, so no one's looking at him, uh, you know, executing in memory, like all that good stuff. It's a wide breadth of, you know, information and sources to look at. Mm-hmm. And one of the points that I have here for uh, becoming an alchemist and creating data and getting the right type of data is understanding the business. 
uh, understanding the resources that uh, you'll need to leverage. What are high value targets in your environment and how do you get the right type of information? And you were talking about logs. Yep. You know, we have a slew of things here in this document, but it's not exhaustive. Yep. Uh, some ideas for getting a more exhaustive list. I think that as you explore the data and clean it, you enrich it, you'll find the gaps. Yep. You'll see maybe I don't have this type of information that's going to supply me to the next step closer to the finish line. Yeah, one thing that you, you just kind of touched on that I think is super important is, you know, what are the the crown jewels of an organization, right? So right. once you figure those things out, those are the the sort of logs you want to kind of want to aggregate um, in order to to have that visibility. Because visibility is like a huge, huge deal. Like it, yeah. you can't fight what you can't see. So from a uh, cybersecurity uh, threat intel, how important is visualizations? So uh, I think it, it really depends. Uh, I think the more we get into big data, the lar larger the data sets, the more we're going to have to rely on visualizations uh, to let us know when something's sort of out of the, the ordinary. So if you're looking at bandwidth and all of a sudden your bandwidth dropping off, that's an indication of something that's going on. It could be like a configuration uh, mistake. It could be some type of other secondary event that's making the traffic go down but it's it, it'll indicate to you to to investigate and so right. like having uh things like dashboards are also important from a, a leadership perspective because uh you have uh leaders like you know you might have a CISO that doesn't necessarily want to look through logs themselves if you can have a, a single pane of glass that can convey data and a and a a nice clean way so they understand it then that's that's money in the bank yeah and i think uh when you jump into conveying the data in a nice clean way i think that how the data is also represented behind the scenes is is really important uh just so you can make predictions on that data in the future i see sometimes where we collect logs mm -hmm. and we'll we'll store that whole log line as just a body of text rather yep. than splitting out that body of text breaking out maybe like a HTTP status code from other artifacts, other metadata about that log line. Yep. So I think that once you start to label the data and really start to organize it, you can make the predictions on the data and then reiterate over that discovery process. Yep. Yeah. And, and not only like making predictions, but also like looking at the past, right? Seeing how much right. uh, you've grown as a security organization, like uh, some of the metrics that you know, people are looking at to see how far they've grown could be visualized in some type of dashboard. So you can actually see like, uh, we are growing as a security organization. This is why we need funding to continue that trajectory. Yeah, it's pretty hard to show metrics if you don't have even historics. Right. Yeah, exactly. going forward. So uh, yeah, let's talk about the transformation of data. And I think that that pillar really comes down to programming yep. and being at least somewhat proficient, at least being able to read code, understand what packages are doing, because yep. that's one level closer to being less reliant on security products. And uh, rather than implementation, you're implementing and extending. Right. And I think it gives you a better perspective if you build it yourself rather than uh, you know, relying on solutions that are doing X, Y, and Z. 
half the time when someone deploys a solution in an environment, I, I if I had if I was a betting man, I would say that. 95% are not being used to their utmost potential. But if you build something from scratch yourself, you know what goes into this process and this pipeline or or product that you you created and you'd probably get more usage out of it. Right. I 100% agree. And uh the times that we can't really build our own products, we still have these microservices that yep. we can leverage. Mm -hmm. There's all these reputation services that give you information based off of what you give that. Like maybe you give that reputation service a binary and it gives you back good, bad, or maybe. Right. Or somewhat of an idea, some investigative detail. Yep. Uh and I think that one of the things that we really should leverage more is just starting with Python, mm -hmm. uh, then exploring out. Uh, Python's great for the cybersecurity community. Right. There's a lot of projects that are already out there, and uh, it will just give you the power to interact with these REST APIs. Yeah, I think your language is a little stronger in your document than what you just said just now. <laughs> I think you said Python is the premier <laughs> Hands language down. for cybersecurity. <laughs> do you, do you kind of want to let everybody know on why you think Python is like the way to go? Yeah. So as I just mentioned, uh, there's many, many uh, security packages. Uh, there's for any reputation service that you want to use to mm -hmm. enrich uh, indicators. There's Python SDKs for a lot of uh, security products. They have Python SDKs. Uh, and it's it's a really easy language to learn. It's yeah. almost like as long as you can think about uh, Boolean logic, then you're already one step closer to understanding Python syntax. Yeah. True, false, so on and so forth. And uh, Python's also interpreted. It doesn't have to be compiled. You don't mm -hmm. have to worry about everything being perfect. Right. The code is read from top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, Python does not scale as well as we would like, mm -hmm. especially as cybersecurity practitioners. We're not full-time developers. Right. And I think that's where Golang really comes in and helps fit that bill. It's it's a, a language that was written based off of focusing on concurrency mm -hmm. and leveraging the uh, ever-increasing amount of transistors on a silicon chip. Mm -hmm. And also, it was built based on readability. Yeah. Just like Python. Right. Yeah. So w would you say that Golang would be something that you could build like a stackable analysis uh, framework you know, where you wanted to pull like stuff from agents that you have deployed across say your enterprise and you wanted to bring that all back that type of scalability or are you talking about something a little different uh let's say you wanted to bring all of the data back in one single request yeah yeah i think that golang really yep uh just knocks python out of the water when it comes to that uh python doesn't really have uh true concurrency it's uh kind of it's it's different yeah 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 i mean admittedly like i used python you know a few years ago but even then it was like really remedial really basic mm -hmm. uh, i think while you know we're we're sort of going through this sec devops.ai journey uh, i'm definitely going to double down on, on python maybe even put some content out there for everybody else watch a, a noob like me sort of grow and develop and and you know maybe give other people the the feeling that they could do it too yeah that would be great and 
Uh, we're definitely going to go through with that. That's on the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and let's jump into the third pillar. Yeah. Uh, and alchemy is uh, what you create and what the community creates. And when we all get together, uh, that's what really makes uh, all these recipes great. Yep. There's all these cookbooks out there that have tips, tricks. We can leverage uh, resources like secdevops.ai, uh, Reddit, so on and so forth. And your LinkedIn is really active right now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's doing well. Inspirational. Thank you. Uh, you have tips and tricks for you know enthusiasts. Yep. Productivity things. Yep. So uh, that's just a great example. And, you know, I'm also putting out similar types of things mm -hmm. and talking about uh, we're talking about alchemy, cybersecurity. Yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so w when I think about alchemy also is I also think about the concept of uh, finding signal and the noise, uh, because once you sort of like take all of this like seemingly you know, unintelligible mess, you turn it into something that you actually can do something with that's actionable. Uh, once you sort of find that that gold nugget right from the lead, then you would want to share that with like the community and you say, look, this is how I was able to find this gold. And then yes. you can actually spread that to people in the community and they can do the same for you. Like half the tips that I've gotten uh, since I've been uh, at my job uh, have been just from my network, not even necessarily from the, the threat feeds that we subscribe to or anything like that. So I think that the community aspect is huge. That is that's a great way to look at it. Mm -hmm. And that's uh just shows how important the community is. Yeah. Uh one of the things that I I learned uh through the community and just through uh learning about things like Google hacking is mm -hmm. how to ask better questions. Yeah. So here in the in this uh markdown document, I have a Google hack for how to search uh, stackoverflow.com and if you place a whatever your question here or maybe your problem or what you're trying to search for but you only want to search stack overflow this is an operator that uh, searches only for that keyword or body of text so uh, just knowing tips and tricks like that your community is going to teach you how to ask the better questions and get to more of a solution that you're looking for yeah so, like, you know, my field is basically threat intelligence all day, sort of like since the beginning. Uh, that's like half the battle is being able to ask the right questions. Like, yes. where do you look for the information? How do you ask the information to give you what you need in order to provide value to your stakeholders? That's that's half the battle. Absolutely. So that is the three pillars of cybersecurity alchemy. And again, it is the seemingly magical process of transformation, creation, or combination. And in our context, it's cybersecurity data. Love it. Yes. All right. This was a great episode. Uh, loving the collab. Yeah. And uh, we will be back on the next one. See everybody soon. All right. <laughs>